Good morning, Phil Green and Randall Rosen. Hold on a second. Get a... Okay. I have to keep readjusting my shoulder strap because the weight is actually pulling the, the pack, uh, the pack back, the pack, backpack backward. Anywho, uh, hope you're doing well today, guys. And today, I guess I'll go into that a little bit. I was just talking to Jenny about that. So, in a kind of a way, there is some parallel. Obviously, not all of it, but there's some parallel about what I share in French and then I go to English. But, uh, you know, I'd mentioned the whole thing about the, the financial arrangement, you know, between uh, Angel and I. And then I, you know, the kind of letting it go in terms of, you know, the proportionality of it. And, uh, you know, that basically it comes out to, let's say, if we had the same amount of dinner as the same amount of uh, the price for the bed for the pilgrims, then it would be the same. It would be an even, Stephen deal. But the fact that it's not, you know, like in June it was 66%. In July it was uh, 86%. We'll see what happened in, uh, in August. And I was kind of like, yeah, I'm going to let that go, and it's not important. And then, I don't know if it was last night or this morning, but uh, it just came up. It was like 50%. It's just going to be 50% across the board. Everything is going to be pulled together, and it will be split in the middle. Along the line of, uh, you know, the consignment for the backpack, if people do not want to stay here. And uh, laundry, the arrangement, which is, I'm fine for the laundry to just be one euro for the washer, one euro for the dryer. That is fine by me. And uh, yeah, and then that's going to be that. And which is weird because I saw that I let it go. But uh, there are two things that are interesting to me about what came up. Is one that it actually came up. And then that it was kind of clear. I was like, yeah, that's it's just that. And number two. Uh, that it has been an issue in my life to put a price, you know, on my service, what I do, what's worth it. And, uh, you know, however, you know, I'm perfect. I know I'm not perfect, but I know I'm a, definitely a good fit. I mean, I know I'm a good asset for the place. I just know that. So, know that I know if we'd ever go back to it, but if we did, that would be the, you know, that would be the agreement. Uh, and then the rest is fine. Like for the, well, actually, yeah, the, we'll have to see for the private room. There would be another one too. They would have to be renegotiated. But uh, yeah, for me, it would have to be half across the board. And I think in both ways it would be all right because one would be when there's not a lot going on. And when I get a low percentage on people having dinner, I mean, then it's, you know, uh, because it's pretty solid regardless. It's always, you know, um, and in the end, it, it just makes sense to me. And I realize that's a number. That is it. You know, kind of like with uh, uh, Esperanza, you know, when I came up with a 50, 50 euro and being like, even though it was cheap, you know, for what I, for what I was going to be offering, but I was like, yeah, that's it. 
and uh, and uh, and then I was at peace. So it's not gonna be like it's not like a black and white formula, I guess. You know, you gotta give it room to to adapt to to the given circumstances. But I feel clean about yeah, coming up with that one. And uh, so that's you know, and that's simple enough. Uh, But yeah, because if not, I mean, you could easily look at spending many, many months and really not making that much. And uh, it just, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And uh, I'm fine, even though that may never come up, right? That conversation may never come up. And if you know me, I don't bargain. So when I've come up with my price, that actually reminds me, I, I'm sorry, let me finish my sentence here. When I come up with a price, it's it's done. Or when I come up with an estimate or whatever it is, whenever I, have my, I rarely change, you know, when it's quite that clear. It reminds me of, uh, in, uh, in Texas, we went to San Antonio to, uh, to a Toyota dealership. I think it was Toyota. Or Toyota or Honda, because there was the two brands we were into, because... We felt they were the decent quality, they were the best quality for the price. And we didn't care about luxury shit. So, we basically, there was something going on and we, we got to some kind of agreement and it was kind of good. And then we sat down in the office and the guy came back and tried to con us to spin it around. Basically to what he had agreed on to revert it and give an excuse. And... Uh, there was definitely, interesting enough, a sense of shame, you know, you kind of felt like not quite knowing how to deal that, to basically stand up for yourself. Very interesting. Almost felt like it was hard to stand for oneself. But then it was like, uh, I was done. I forgot how I got out of it, but it wasn't that hard either. But, you know, it was like, yeah, dude, you said something, and then you, you're trying to con me, hung around, yeah, we have no trust and we have no relationship. Then it's over. You know, and then uh, there was another situation too to where that happened. Oh yeah, we've got we've got that. So uh, I guess it must have been during. Yeah, it must have been during. No, it's not during the honeymoon. That was uh, when we did the 21 days from Paris to Rome by car and and visiting all those very pretty, pretty places in France, and they were very pretty. And uh, we went to Saint-Michel, so, you know, it's quite a big tourist attraction. And there was this restaurant. And uh, kind of known for its omelette, very fluffy omelette. And they would do things like lobster, lobster, white truffle oil, and all that stuff. And, you know, you arrive, they're putting real silver on the table. I mean, it's very nice. as a nice cooking attire, whipping the, the egg in a, in a copper copper bowl and uh, you know and then there was a menu on the door and there was just one menu you know that you know pretty much the restaurants in France you you can see what things are what the prices are so you kind of know you know you know you know beforehand you're informed and then you make your choice accordingly and so pretty much if you're going to enter it means you're going to you've agreed with the terms and then uh, you're going to partake in that meal. And this one is a Michelin star restaurant. So, you know, it's a, it's a well-rated place. If you're at least one Michelin star, you know, there are a lot of boxes to check. 
terms of sanitation, the quality of food, the, the gastronomy of the area, a bunch of things. And, uh, and so as we sit down, I forgot if you brought us some of the menus or what, but then I'm looking at the prices and they are way bigger than what was on the window. And I asked the waiter about it and he was like, oh, but no, no, that was a children's menu. So here you have a Michelin star restaurant that's posting on the outside for the world to see the children's menu, which makes no sense. So it, was, it just kind of felt like a con. And I should have known anyway, because it didn't bring bread. In a restaurant, in a French restaurant, it's going to be pretty difficult when you arrive. They're going to bring you like, a, I'm not sure about water, but for sure they'll bring you bread. And then it might be like, hey, what would you like to drink? And some may bring you a carafe of water. But this one was like, again, same thing, feeling embarrassed and feeling awkward about. And I was like, I told Glenda, and then we just left. And we actually, then we got to a bakery, got some bread, got some like tomatoes and got some cheese, some nice cheese. And it was a great uh, meal we had by a, by a boardwalk, basically, by the, by the coastline of the Atlantic coast. Uh, so it hasn't happened too many times in my life, but it's just interesting. You know, I, I, I relate that to having trouble to stand up, you know. Uh, it's kind of non-confrontational, coward-like a little bit, you know, behavior and kind of submissive and, uh, and kind of uh, now, you know, kind of learning to not be aggressive, but to be assertive about yes or no, and to let you yes means yes, and you know mean no. So, anyway, so that's for that. It was very kind of interesting, and it feels nice because it's like, okay, that part is done. Uh, and if it's something that ever happens again, you know, because I have no idea, but if it was to, then that would be. That would be the agreement. That's the way it would have to be. You know, and we'll see. I mean, obviously, it's kind of getting involved in a bunch of things, you know. Angel showed me the place yesterday, gave me a tour. So there are two houses, basically. I mean, there's a lot of work to be done, so I guess, you know, whatever. Uh, but it obviously makes sense to him, so, you know. And I was, he was asking me what I thought, and I said, well, you know, I'm not the kind of guy that can look at this kind of building a rundown building and tell you seeing the potential for this or that it just doesn't work i can tell you you know what i think is is important for the building now that you don't know that you know you've run in albergue for 13 years but as a pilgrim you know i can tell you what to me is important which i'm not even sure if it's reflective of uh, of the majority you know it's it's not enough to ask one person but you know i do believe that at least you know to have a place for your laundry, you know, to have a plug, to, to plug your device, to charge a device near your bed. He was talking about having lamps, individual lamp, and I'm like, well, the issue is going to be people are going to turn them on and leave them on, you know, you, you see that a bunch happening with lights. So, uh, I would say have one central light, people have their phone or they have a headlamp, and then they can illumine themselves if they need to in the dark, but I wouldn't. Unless you can have those lights in those individual kind of beds, you know, with a curtain, and then you have that light for yourself, but that's different than if it's a light that just blasts onto everybody's face and bothers other people. 
and that's just a reality. Some people are just inconsiderate. I don't know why. You know, I don't know why people, you know, talk when it's quite clear everybody's sleeping, the lights are out, everybody has to be quiet, and they just don't. Or people get up in the morning and turn the light on or just make all that ruckus. Or don't pre-pack their bag, you know, the night before. So in the morning when they get up, if they know they're going to be early and earlier than most people, then they, will, they won't make any unnecessary noise. So the idea of consideration, and, uh, and obviously when you deal with a very wide range of people, then you do have a, you're going to have a wide range of behavior. And you just, uh, you know, who knows? You know, it's like a lot of things. That's part of the Camino anyway. That's part of being in these albergues. You get the snores, you get all those different things. And well, that's kind of communal living. You know, it's not, uh, it's not that simple. It just isn't. And we are not used to, we're used to too much comfort, you know, too much individual comfort and catering. And so when you go into that uh, open sea, it's really a shock. You're annoyed, you know, you're irritated. It's abrasive, other people. And uh, even though, you know, it makes life better, other people. So it's an interesting dilemma or paradox, I guess, whatever you want to call it. So anyway, it, I mean, it, it looks it looks kind of nice, you know, and uh, like I said, I don't know what his formula is going to be. If he's looking at making this thing cheaper, you know, and better. So cheaper and better than a municipal albergue. And I honestly don't know how he can. Because he has this very nice kitchen. It's quite spacious. It will be more spacious than his. And from where I'm standing, if you're going to make it cheaper, then who are you going to attract? You know, it's great. I mean, if it can be whatever better is, you know, that's a relative term, but, uh, or arbitrary term. Okay, hold on. I have to raise my... But it's like, well, that's your show, my man. It's not my thing. I'm not the business guy. You're, you're a technical architect, whatever that is in English. Uh, so you basically have a pretty good idea about what it will take to do this, to do that, to, to renovate everything. And, uh, but that's his show. And, uh, but yeah, I think he, yeah, I think my performance is acceptable. I think he is uh, valuing what I'm offering. And of course, there are things that I'm offering that are not that tangible. You know, the care of the pilgrim, the way you interact with them. And so I have my touch for that. And, you know, that's either going to be appreciated or not. And there are things like in life, you just can't learn them. You just have them to offer or not. So, and I do believe that I'm pretty good at what I do. It is freaking challenging when I don't have the traffic, you know, when it's just a freaking boring. And there's almost nothing going on. And there's a lot of it that, you know, it's like, that's tough. You know, so speaking of that yesterday, I had uh, Sam, Taiwanese, and I had Kwang Kung from South Korea. Then I had uh, Jason from the state who arrived at nine o'clock last night. And then uh, two people from the Basque country with their bicycles and a dog. And uh, I would say I would call them simple people. Uh, I was very mindful because I could feel my condescension coming on, you know, looking down at them. You know, I mean, but they have a kind of, you know, simple mindedness to them. 
and uh, but you know I felt like I was pretty decent so I kind of chatted with them for a bit and they like to talk so they kind of arrived quite late too well actually yeah they were arriving uh, the paella was already cooking so that's to giving you an idea it was uh, more than likely after 6 30 when they arrived so I had five people two of them at dinner uh, that's to give, okay, to give you an idea, that's 25, that's 50. Um, that's 50, and that's 65, 80, that's 95 euro. And from 95 euro, I'm going to get uh, 20, 30. Yeah. So that, that it just doesn't make sense. So anyway, just a, just a example on the go. And so, but you know, all good. I did my icebreaker with a Taiwanese Korean, which needed a translator because the Korean didn't speak much. Wang Hung didn't speak much uh, English, so we needed a translator. Thank God for those machines. And those guys were nicely chatting along. Well, that was great. And then I left them to take a walk after bringing them dessert. And. Uh, so that was my crowd yesterday, so... Oh, and then there was some weird thing, something that happened that threw me off, so... That was a curveball there. Uh, Angel, older brother, did uh, remote working yesterday, so they had the computer, and they basically brought them in the albergue. So they took like over... They took over half, more than half of that table that we have, so pretty much making it uh, unwelcoming for Pilgrim. They were eating uh, or whatever they were doing in that small black table behind my desk. And they were there for, uh, I think, the last one until like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, close to that. And uh, I didn't know anything about it. Nobody told me. And they just came. And she does some kind of lawyering work of some sort, and I don't know him. And uh, there's a good chance that they might be back today. But I really was, it was just weird. weird. You know, I wasn't comfortable. Uh, that's again, but that's me. You know, there was nothing wrong. I mean, I understand why they were doing it. They have two two young children, and they were not going to be able to do any work if they were going to be upstairs uh, in the apartment. Just not the room. So that's why they were doing that. So, and I have the feeling they're going to be here all week. So who knows? They could be doing telework again today. Remote work, I guess they call it tele teletrabajo. And uh, and maybe tomorrow as well. So it'll be what it'll be. Anyway, but it was definitely funky. So when I came back from uh, Angel giving me the tour, he wanted me to go see the little kind of rodeo type deal. And I'm like, yeah, sorry, but it's just not my thing. And then he was kind of surprised, and he said I was going to go. And I'm like, no, I'm not, not my thing. So and he kind of let go. The whole kind of thing with Corrida and the treatment of the animal and that stuff, I'm like, just not, you know, I'm, you know, all good, it's your tradition, you'll do what you're doing, you know, like, uh, and I'm sure it could have just been something like a rodeo, you know, like in Texas, I remember going to, oh, I don't remember the town, but it's kind of known for its little rodeo, and then you have things with calves and children practice, practicing the lassoing. It's on the way to go to uh, Austin from Kerrville, I can't think of the of the town. I went to Glenda one year. She took me to that, that was nice. 
And of course, if I'd been with somebody and they wanted to go, I would have gone. But for me by myself, thanks, but no thanks. Anyway. So again, a lot of downtime, you know, a lot of dead time. Uh, yeah, definitely felt very heavy yesterday. And, uh, but I mean, again, it is what it is, but I realize I do feel a little sorry for myself. It is annoying. I am frustrating, you know, but the clear part of me feels like it's wrong, you know, like I shouldn't be here. So interesting, you know, bring that to light, not being kind of, I guess, being okay, not being okay. So, but having that not being okay quality being in there. So I guess being, trying to be mindful about that. And then, uh, yeah, not, uh, neither a big deal, basically. I'm just showing you something. <laughs> and then yesterday I was on the couch, and then I saw a baby, baby different from Hector. And uh, I called her, and then she picked up, so we talked for a while, until the, actually the two Spaniards came and I had to hang up to take care of them. And uh, anyway, sounds like she's doing okay. Uh, yeah, same old, same old. And then I got some news from Riba, which, uh, well, actually, they came from different places as too, but because of Glenda and I, they get to know each other and they're still in contact, which is great. So Riba is, uh, she was used to be a tennis coach, so she was in teaching, she's also a pianist. And uh, she does wedding and funerals and stuff like that. And uh, um, mother died, I don't remember how long ago. And kind of as her father was trying to decline, she moved in with him. And so she's still with him. He's uh, definitely up there in the years. And uh, a little change, some little change in her life. So it was nice to hear about that. And then I got to Glenda. Because that's about the only time, the only place I can... Yet, you know, not that I need to know too much, you know, but yeah, I'm, of course, it's Glenda. I like to know how is she doing, you know, she's doing okay. And then she was telling me about how, you know, she's not too much in touch with her, but Debbie is quite liberal, you know, she's quite, you know, on a democratic, on a social side. And she was telling me how Glenda was been sliding toward the, the conservatives, which really surprised me. So, and that's okay, you know, to which is on. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't think one is better than the other. I'm definitely, personally, not on a conservative side. I'm more kind of a, on a liberal, on a kind of some socialism, you know, democratic, for sure, if I had to choose. But, you know, I don't really have a stake in that game in terms of right and wrong. And I was just thinking, you know, I'm wondering if it may have to do that, you know, who she married after. My deal, I, well, obviously, is way more well off than I am because of where they're living at the summit, which is a closed in, you know, closed gate community, a gated, sorry, a gated community. And uh, so I think, I think it's going to be almost inevitable if you do have more money that you're going to be leaning more toward the right because the right is more about preserving your interest. So I think it's in politics, like in many things, it's very tricky to to separate the wheat from the shaft, you know, from uh, the idea of us as a culture and my self-interest. And sometimes it's a uh, lion in wolf's clothes, you know, 
in sheep's clothing that it may sound wonderful and you know very philanthropic but it's more than likely about you and uh, i think for with the mind it's very hard not to get caught in that spider web so but obviously she's still kicking and screaming so so yeah that's that's kind of my uh well, her and Alex, those are my two connections still to the state, you know. Matthew had this thing that he sent a while back. It was weird. It was like, hello. And it was like he created a group message on WhatsApp. There was no explanation, nothing, just saying hello to me and to Gilles. And Gilles, this friend's guy we met in Cajar on the Camino Puy en Volée. And we basically saw each other a bunch of times, walked some a little bit. And then, uh, yeah, and then I stay, I've stayed in touch with him. And then he sent this message, hello, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Why are you sending that? You know, it's like, so you don't say anything as to why you're doing that. And uh, and I don't like those kind of group messages unless there is like a, a reason for it. You know, if it's purpose-driven, it has the goal in mind, but you just, uh, yeah, I don't like, I, I, I really don't like that kind of, uh, what do you call it, sterile kind of networking. Uh, it's just not for me. It's kind of mass kind of thing. Like social network, it's just not my thing. As far as social network, WhatsApp is the extent for me. That is it. Anywho. So pretty much with him, I just don't quite see either. So, yeah, I'd, I'd really... I have so few, you know, my whole family, my blood family. is just nothing. Nobody has reached out at all, you know. I, I did send those letters for a while, and I would get a very EBD response, but it never generated anything else. My sister Eva, I'm going to hear from her when uh, most likely uh, she needs something. And if not, you might just go and say, hey, how are you? And then, you know, obviously it is quite clear from the last time she was here, you know, that she's not really interested in what's happening in my life because she didn't ask once. Not once, you know, what's happening with me, what I'm at, what I'm up to, you know. Uh, so, and I'm okay with that. But then again, you know, then it just makes it to where there I am. I am completely unattached in so many places. So really, it's Pilar, uh, the one that really is. And uh, and I don't know the way it would be like, you know, if I was to really move from Spain, but being here, it makes sense. I honestly have no idea, you know, if I was to leave this country, what would happen to that? I really don't know. I really don't know. And even more so to see what's going to happen with Jenny, because me sending a message every morning to her, I'm not sure that it's something that I would keep doing. Maybe I would do once in a while, but... Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. And again, that's one of my uh, contradiction, right? About wanting a community, and then yet, you know, all the people that I meet, and I just uh, at one point I can't justify the effort. It just doesn't make any sense. Anyway, for what it's worth, and for what it's worth. So today we have a nice cloud covering the sun, so it's a kind of a cool 
uh, kind of makes it nice, but it's going to be warm. It looks like we're actually going to get a hot wave uh, next week. And coming up, you know, the last two, last one it said like a high of 39. Of course, it could still change, but this one shows 39, uh, 38, sorry. And this one shows 39. So, you know, kind of uh, going to get hot again. And uh, here I am down to my to my last two weeks, you know, to finish. And I have the feeling that it's going to be some days where it's going to be harder, you know. It would be so freaking much easier if I had the traffic. And actually, I told Jenny, wouldn't that be hilarious that, you know, I got freaking nobody, and then you're going to come, and it's going to get crowded when you're here. Anyway. And also realize that my routine is going to change. Actually, I will make her a message about that to let her know that I'm not going to get up at 5. I will get up later. And, uh, yeah, to really, to have, I, I'm going to have to have, I realize our time is going to be, you know, after 9 o'clock in the evening. So, to be able to, uh, to have the energy, you know, to be cheered up. So, I, I can't be getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning and expect that. And then the other thing is to have her watch the front so I can actually go into my dorm and then really crash and not be woken up every five minutes. Kind of like, you know, like in my trucking days where you arrive to the customers and you have to wait. But you really kind of, you can't just go too crazy and sleep because you don't know when they're going to call you, you know. Could be half an hour, could be an hour, could be two hours, you know. It happens quite a bit where they're late. So you are you arrive on time and they're just not ready for you because of whatever whatever the case. Come on. Come on, buddy. Come on. Why are you being skittish? Anyhow. So my two Spanish people, which I thought that might be the case, at seven forty five we're just coming down to have breakfast. And I'm going to try to be mindful of that, gentle with with them when it comes to uh, getting them out so I can do my cleaning. Then I have possibly the other two coming down to do the remote work. Oh, oh now you're running. Now you're running. Run, Forrest. Run. Whoa. 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 Good morning. Good morning, buddy. Yeah, your daddy is here. I call you, I better to call him your daddy? Yes, look at you. Yeah, you're definitely a full teenage now. You're not a puppy anymore. You're not a puppy anymore. You're not a puppy anymore. Mm. Yes. You just want to play. I want to play. You're looking good, girl. You look skinny, but you're looking good. Should I bring you some? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I want to do the whole thing with the food. You know, you get, you're getting fed, you know. Yeah. I don't think I want to put it into a relationship. I don't think I want to put food. Just some TLC. Yeah? Just some TLC and you nibbling on my hand. Yes. 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 I remember. <laughs> no, this one is mine. You don't get to nibble on my rat. <laughs> 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 
Alright, girl. See you later. Slobbing machine. Love you. Anyway, today, oh yeah, today I need to get mushroom, onion, I'm gonna get some tomato. Other lentils, I'm down. I finished my last, uh, uh, the bag of the pinto. I had black bean pinto, and those are gone. And they were two pounds each. And uh, yeah, we're gonna move on to, now it's gonna be for lentils for the rest of the time. And I'm also gonna move off egg. I think, I think the, the kind of fart that's coming out, you know, are due to eggs. Not that I have an issue. But uh, I don't want any unnecessary farting, you know, for when I'm with Jenny. I don't want to have to, to go off and off the room, you know, more than I have to. So, and I seem to get those in the evening too, the farting. Anyway, so we're going to move off from that. Maybe it's a sulfur, whatever it is in the egg. Anyway, so. Well, the rows of, uh, I guess it looks like, I don't know if they've done the harvest here. I see, no, I see a lot of, still a lot of grapes. Anyway. Alright, there's my, my climb. The pack feels good today. Uh, so definitely ready to go. Ready to go. Ready to go. And then we have a, a guy doing a morning walk. So forgive me, but I just uh, I can't try to open up a new thought. And then this guy coming up and having to acknowledge him. So you just have to wait. One of the S. Anyhow. Those shoes are great, by the way. The one that I got a sprint. I'm going to have to look at those soles, but 30 euros, that's really, really a good deal. Um, I have to look, if I do the Camino, you know, what time I may be able to find that place. And uh, yeah, that's really a great shoe. Uh, yeah, actually, I'm, I'm quite comfortable inside of them, which is weird because I'm in those chacos, in those uh, crocs the whole time, and uh, they don't feel narrow. I'm not using my toy divider, of course, but uh, yeah, it's quite nice. Anyhow, so, <laughs> cooking today, no, I did my oatmeal yesterday, the lentils will be done tomorrow, I don't have to do cuajadas, I only used two of them yesterday, in a couple of female pilgrims. A little bit of running, there's a truck coming. Okay. Alright, we're back in the barrette. So let's see what comes my way. Let's see what kind of chaos I have to deal with here. I might do something different if those guys, uh, what I'm gonna have, to, I mean, I'm thinking if those two guys are still having breakfast, you know. 
I'm moving then to uh, to move the stuff at least from the door and then not just the kitchen for the time being but yeah so let's see how gentle it can be and uh we will go from there anything else before i go down my my big staircase uh, anything that happened now i'm still good on the masturbation it has really been you know pretty pretty easy oh i know what i can talk about here we go segue out of that one nothing wrong with it though you know well still i still feel conflicted about masturbation but also at the same time i'm really okay with it and i have a talking to debbie she talked to me about ted lasso and then about uh, the bear so ted lasso is about his coach for soccer he doesn't know anything it's with jason sudeckis or whatever his name is and then the bear is about two brothers and in the food business and she really liked them so i will try to check those out oh and uh, and then one is on apple tv but i think if, even if you download the app for apple tv you would have to pay for the app to have access to the apple tv be like hbo and such so that's not going to work for me all right well here are the guys getting the pack ready that means they're done with breakfast all right very good so folks on that note i'm gonna wish you a beautiful day and uh wherever you are enjoy guy the good the bad and the ugly oh my goodness this guy looks like old man Buenos dias. Now, when he's packing, when he's still having breakfast. Okay. Talk to you later.